I'm Anna Pantali, an ex-corporate girl who began an online business during her maternity leave in 2014. Fast forward a few years and I have created four online handmade businesses, quit my day job and become a full-time entrepreneur. But the path from A to B is ongoing, the online space changes daily, the anxiety and stress is real as is the fear of failure. So I'm turning the mic on to give you advice and authentic chats, plus I'll be diving into how-tos in business and life and giving you actionable tips, tricks and hacks to get you streamlined, productive, enthusiastic and excited to jump out of bed every morning and begin your day. This is the Handmade Business Podcast and I am so happy that you are here. On this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about perfectionism. This is not the planned episode that I had to go up, but it is an episode born out of me being stopped in my tracks by the idea of perfectionism. I did actually record an episode last week and it was ready to be published on time, but when it came to releasing it, when it really came down to putting it out into the world, I thought, no, this isn't perfect. This isn't my best work. And this thought process got me to thinking, why am I so bothered? What is it that makes me think I need to be perfect at all times? Is it the fear of failure? Is it a lack of excitement? Is it because there's limited pressure? Or is it the fear of judgment from others? Well, listen in today as I explore all of what I've just mentioned, and then I give you some advice, much advice, on how to overcome this so that we can start living our best life. Enjoy! Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Handmade Business Podcast. Now actually I've already recorded an episode um, and I recorded it last week and it would have been published on time. However when it came to listening back to the episode I realised that I just didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like the way um, what I was talking about. I just didn't like the way that I'd said what I'd said. It just didn't it didn't come across in a flowy way and I just thought, can I edit this down? Can I sort it out? And in the end, I just decided, no, this just wasn't perfect enough. And if it's not, if it's not perfect in my head, I just can't release it. And then it got me thinking, you know what, actually, that would be a better episode than the content that I was recording in the first place to talk about this idea of perfectionism and how, how it can really stop us in our tracks and disallow us from moving forward because we're just looking for that perfectionism that perfect looking everything and I got me thinking why why do those of us who have that perfectionism um DNA (laughs) that perfectionism DNA that doesn't make any sense but you know what I mean why does that happen to us and Honestly, for me personally, I think it is this idea of failing. And even from being a very young child, um, and actually my daughter is very similar to me, we have this tendency to not even do the thing if we don't, if we don't think it's going to be perfect. If we don't think we're going to get it exactly right, we just don't bother doing it. Now, my other half thinks that that mentality is is ridiculous. <laughs> In fact, he gets very annoyed at me for, for having this kind of a mentality because he is a, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to try my best and it's going to work out. And if it doesn't work out, it's been a learning opportunity and I'll do it better next time. 
And I'm trying my best to learn from that. And I have definitely improved when it comes to certain things. But for the majority of things, not just in business, but in life as well, I do get that thing of, okay, if I don't do this exactly how I think it should be or how I imagine it's going to be in my head, then I'll have failed and it won't have worked. So rather than having that fear of failure or rather than, rather than failing, I just won't even bother doing it. And in a way, that's quite a, for myself personally, I think that's quite a lazy mentality to have because you're just not even allowing yourself to be put into the avenue of potentially getting something wrong. And just think of all the opportunities that you could be missing out on just by not doing something. Um, I can think of so many times where I've said no, or I just haven't done it, or I've passed up on the opportunity, or I've created something and then it's just not been exactly how I wanted it to be. And so therefore I've just not bothered. Um, or I've kept reworking it and reworking it and reworking it. And then time's taken too long and I just stop. That's quite sad. It's quite frightening because actually when I have had to take that mentality out of my head, for example, when I first started Memories and More, it was an all or nothing. And I talked about that quite a lot in the last episode where this had to work. It had to work. There was no other opportunity. There was no other chance for anything else. It had to be this, this had to work. And that was all there was to it. And so the thought of failure just didn't even crop into my head. So actually by having, um, like Tony Robbins is somebody who I admire very much. And he talks about this concept of, um, burn the boats. Like don't allow yourself to have a get out plan. Don't allow yourself to have another avenue to travel down. Make this the only avenue that you've got and you just make it work. And if it doesn't turn out exactly as you thought it would be, fine, try again and keep doing it. And that's the same mentality that my other half has. Um, Kais is, that's that's his name, by the way, Kais, spelled Q-A-I-S. <laughs> a lot of people just call him Kaz because they're just like, what? What is that name? That doesn't make any phonetic sense. But yeah, so Kais has this this mentality where he'll just do it and he gets on very well with it. I'll just do it. And most of the time it actually just works out. And if it doesn't, then he just try. he just gets up and he just tries again. And I admire that in anybody. I admire that ability. Um, so yeah, so I recorded this episode um, that I did last week and it was nothing to do with this, something completely different. And I will rework it again. But as I say, it just got me to thinking about perfectionism. So what can we do about this mentality? So I feel like pressure is a good thing for this. For me personally, like I said, with memories and more, that pressure, that this is the only thing that there is, there is nothing else, you have to make this work. That is actually quite a healthy thing to have. Not too much pressure. There is a fine line between having too much pressure and just the right amount. And I reckon actually with memories and more, that was probably too much pressure. But if we just go on it being the right amount, if we just have a that that small bit of pressure 
a belief in ourselves, allow ourselves to fail, but rather than calling it failing, calling it learning. So changing that mindset, changing the wording around that as, okay, that didn't turn out as it should or as we thought it should, um, but that's okay. I've learned this and I'll do better next time. So just having kind of those ingredients, I think will really help us with our perfectionism mindset. Um, and if we think about all the greatest inventors of time, you know, like Thomas Edison and Henry Ford, you know, these are people who have literally changed the way in which we live our lives. Um, you know, cars and light bulbs, <laughs> majorly important. And if they'd just said, no, I can't do this. I cannot do this. <laughs> it's too much. I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going to fail. Imagine if they'd had those thought processes, then what would the world look like now? And yes, maybe we aren't creating things that are going to change the world. Hey, maybe we are. Maybe we are. Who knows? We never know. Um, and I think that's actually quite an exciting thing. I think that's another ingredient is looking at things with a bit more of an excitement kind of mental attitude rather than a dread. Um, so if I can give you a task for the week, if there's anything in your life right now that you feel like, if you just did that, if I just did that, it would have a knock-on effect on so many things. If I just did this one thing that I'm so scared of getting wrong, that I am so scared of, in quotes, failing and people judging me, because that's also a, a major player with me as well as the fear of being judged. I don't really know who I am afraid of. I have a very supportive family. I have amazing friends. I'm extremely lucky in that aspect that I do have both of those. Um, so I don't really know who I'm afraid of being judged by, but actually, no. You know what? That is not true. There are a few people who I am afraid of judging me. Um, and I actually was listening to a Being Boss podcast episode from quite a few years ago. Um, and if you've not listened to Being Boss, you definitely should, especially the old episodes when Kathleen was still on the podcast. Um, and Emily, the, the host that's still current, she was talking about this exact concept of being judged. And she said, there's a few people from my high school who probably aren't even watching me. They probably don't even give me a second thought. They, they definitely aren't listening in. They're not on my website. They're not looking at my content. But for some reason, I get this blockage where I'm just like, I can't do that because what if it doesn't turn out right and those people are watching and they're judging and they're laughing at me. And that resonated with me so much because I am so sure that this one particular person, <laughs> I said people before, it's not even people, it's a person. I am sure that that person is not included in my 
audience. They're not watching. They're not listening. They don't care. They're doing their own thing. But I've always got them in my head. Um, they weren't very kind to me growing up. And, and I guess that's possibly where my, the fear of doing things wrongs come from. Um, I know for a lot of people, it can come from childhood where they might have had judgmental parents who wanted them to be great at everything. And they told them off instantly if they did something wrong. And so therefore they're so scared of doing something wrong that they just don't do it. Um, and sometimes it can be, you know, people that we went to school with who were always the first to point and laugh if, you know, you didn't look the right way or you didn't act the right way or you didn't do things the right way. And when I say right way, that is so in inverted commas and it's the, you know, it's for them really, realistically, if we think about it, hurt people, hurt people. That's how I always try to, to think. If somebody is being hurtful, they are hurting because realistically, do happy people hurt people? No, they don't. Do happy people put people down? No. Do happy people stand over other people to get higher up? No, they don't. They're in their own lane. They're doing their own thing and they're very happy doing it and they're just getting on and they're being successful. So these are all the kinds of thought processes that I try to have with myself and just think that person doesn't care. She's not there. She's not watching. She's not interested in anything that you're doing. Not in a bad way, just she's just not a part of your life. I mean, I haven't even spoken to this person in, I don't know, over a decade. Have a think, have a think. Who is it or who are they, if it's more than one person, that is stopping you from doing something? And reframe your brain to think they don't care. They don't care. Um, in fact, that's just made me think of an episode of Shit's Creek. I don't know if you ever watched Shit's Creek, and that's S C H I T T S. So I'm not swearing. Um, obviously, it is a play on words, though, and it's a comedy. It's on Netflix. It's um, created by um, Eugene and David Levy. Eugene Levy, if you've ever seen American Pie, was the dad um, in American Pie. And it's also got, um, what's her name? Catherine. Is it Catherine? She's called Moira in the show. Oh, Catherine Hartley. Oh, I can't remember her name. But if you've ever watched Home Alone, it's the mum from Home Alone. Um, And so those three, and, and sorry, I didn't actually say sorry then that Eugene and David, so Eugene, the guy from American Pie, and David is his son. And Eugene and David um, wrote, created, directed, produced Schitt's Creek. And they both star in Schitt's Creek alongside um, Catherine. I'm sure her name's Catherine. Um, and another girl. So there's four. They're a family of four. So Eugene and David in the show are actually father and son as well. And then there's... Um, the mother who is Catherine from Home Alone and another girl called Alexis in the show. I, her name is also escaping me in real life. And there's this one particular episode, David, who is the son, he is very um, self-conscious. He, he definitely has a, a fear of failure, doesn't want to, he's had, you know, a, 
a bit of a, a rough time with some kids that's um, growing up and stuff. And it, it's left him scarred when it comes to making mistakes or even though he's very much his own personality, he is aware of other people's judgments and takes them to heart. And there's a point in this one episode where he needs to renew his driving license and he's freaking out. And so his sister is driving him to go and retake the tests because in America they have different rules on um, on on car testing, I'm, I'm guessing. I don't really know the rules. But anyway, he needs to, to resubmit his license. So he needs to redo his test again. And he's freaking out. He doesn't want to get it wrong. He doesn't want to fail. Um, and Alexis, his sister, who is so not bothered by other people. She is so in her own lane. She's so confident. Yes, she has insecurities, but she's so confident. She's just completely just focused on what she's doing and not worrying about what other people are thinking about her. She's, it's not even that she's not even worrying. It just doesn't even enter her head. And David is like explaining to her how he's feeling about going to this driving test and what the driving instructor is going to say and, and how the driving instructor is going to treat him. And he, she just turns to him and she says, David, nobody cares. Nobody cares. They care about themselves. Like just genuinely, not in a selfish way. They're just, everybody's bothered about themselves. Nobody cares, David. And he's like, no, but they do, they do, they do. And, and she's like, trust me, David, nobody cares. And he takes on that personality for a little bit, long enough to complete his driving test pass his driving test with flying colours and even during the exam he's speaking to the instructor and he says you know are you do you care about whether or not I pass or fail and and the guy's a bit taken aback the driving instructor is like what what are you asking me that question for and he's like you know do you do you do you care and the guy's like well I've done nine of these tests today you're my tenth um and I just do this for the money I'm actually a um, aspiring DJ. And David's like, so you you don't really care. And he was like, actually, you care as much as it's your job, but you don't really care. And the guy's like, no, I guess not. And David's like, right, okay. And then he gets into the car with Alexis after he's passed his test. And she like looks at him and they kind of have this like knowing look. And she's like, see, I told you. Nobody cares. And so <laughs> that just popped into my head because, yeah, that is exactly, we are so hellbent in our own. No, let me rephrase that. A lot of us are so in our own heads thinking that everybody is thinking about us. And you know what? Maybe some people are thinking about us and they are judging us, but who cares? Hurt people hurt people. You know? If we're not being judgmental, then we should just assume that other people aren't and just assume, in fact, Lindsay used to say this, just assume that people are just saying good things about you. Isn't that a better thing to think? Just assume that people are just saying good things about us. And if we start to reframe that and push excitement and the unknown being a cool thing to do and stay in our, our own lane and be more Alexis, let's be more Alexis, you know, Think about what we want to do, plan our goals, set our goals, plan our steps, stay in our lane, be excited, see everything that doesn't work out exactly as it should as a learning opportunity and actually learn from it and utilize that information and take it forward. 
wow, how much better would life be? How many more things would get created? How many more things would get done in a better way if people just weren't so focused on what other people were thinking? And then it all comes back round to this fear of, or this idea of perfectionism. And it's not really about being perfect. It's about not being judged. We do not want to be judged, those of us who are perfectionists. It is as simple as that. And I don't want to be judged. I, I don't, I don't want to be judged. I don't want that person or any other person to think, oh, look at her, she failed, that didn't work out, ha 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 ha. I would never do that to somebody else. So maybe I should just start to assume that people aren't doing that to me. And if they are, who cares? Hurt people hurt people. They're hurting. I'm going to send them love. My mom always sends that. Send them love. Kill them with kindness. Send them love. And that's what we should be doing. And then I bet you any money, we'll start to feel less like we need to be perfect at all times. We were born to be real, not to be perfect. Absolutely. Born to be real, not to be perfect. So that's my episode for this week. More like food for thought. Um, and I hope that that's got some cogs turning and it's landed well for you all listening. Um, I do like just talking things through and that's kind of how I wanted the podcast to be, to be really authentic and to kind of just be helping you, but not being so, I wanted the podcast to be fluid. That's what I want. I want it to be fluid. Um, I don't want it to be perfect. <laughs> you see, I don't want it to be perfect. It's not, it's not meant to be perfect. It's meant to be real. That is your episode for this week, guys. Um, a much shorter one, but hopefully jam packed with some great advice that you can take on board and move forward with. Actually, you know what, before I go, let me just tell you something fun that I did yesterday. So I don't know if any of you people listening are interested in Halloween. I certainly am. It is one of my favourite times of year. I'm very woo, so it fits in with my woo-ness. Um, not just, you know, the commercial side of things where, you know, it's all about, um, you know, capitalism and just buying stuff from the local shops whether it's sweets or costumes or you know decorations you know all of that's great but it has turned into a little bit of a commercial thing I actually really enjoy the season as it was historically I like all of that I've read a lot about Halloween I find it exceptionally fascinating um and so yeah I've wanted to go to um a scream fest um which is basically if you don't know, like um, a place where you go to get the absolute fear, <laughs> fear of God put into you. Um, people dressed up, you're in different mazes and there's things jumping out at you. And, I, and I've been to one, um, I think about nine years ago. I think that was when, yeah, about, about nine years ago was the last time I went to one. And I, I'd gone with some of my friends but I've been wanting my partner to come with me. Now he isn't great with um, the supernatural or the scary. He, it's it's not his thing. It's definitely my thing, but it's not his thing. He doesn't mind it on the telly, 
But in reality, he's a bit more like, mm, uh, don't know, don't like it. But I persuaded him this year. So we we live on the outskirts of Leeds. So our nearest Scarefest is actually one of the biggest in the UK. So it's based at York Maze in York. And it's called Hello Scream. And it, five different rooms, five different mazes, um, all built around York Maze. Um, two stages with acts like light shows and um, uh, fire starter um, acts and all sorts of different things and a food court and a fun fair. And, but the main attraction is these five mazes that you walk around, each one set in a different um, time zone or a different theme. Um, one in the future, one's a bit sci-fi, one is just just crazy I, I don't even know what one of them was it was just absolutely just mind-boggling um and I screamed so much it was so cathartic I must have had so much that I needed to scream about because I felt I feel so I feel like uh, I've had a weight lifted off me today just having that opportunity to just scream and be frightened and just be lost in that like fun experience oh it was it was great so I'm going to give you two tasks for this week the first task is to do something that you've been putting off for ages because of the fear of perfectionism the fear of failure and the fear of judgment you're going to do it don't pick the biggest thing first baby steps always good to do baby steps um so pick something to do that's going to push you forward business or life doesn't matter because they both coincide with one another so it doesn't really matter which one you do business or life um, and the second thing is do something fun it doesn't have to be an event that you go to anything that you've just been thinking oh you know that would be really cool to do or that would be really interesting it doesn't mean that you need to do it this week but at least book it this week for some time in the future just anything just something fun, something that you've been wanting to do for ages, something that you know is just going to lift you. Um, so, so yeah, those are my two tasks for you. And um, send me a message on Instagram. Just send me a DM, even though I'm not posting at the moment because I have this thing with Instagram and I think actually I'm going to do that next episode. I'm going to talk about how I feel about Instagram um, and the way in which it's moving forward and how I need to work my way into getting back to the space but I am still present I'm still watching other people's content I'm still commenting on other people's content so send me a dm send me a dm and tell me what your two things are what you're doing this week to push yourself out of your comfort zone in a way um or something that you're doing this week that is against the perfectionism push and something fun that you're going to book for yourself okay right Tally ho, I shall speak to you very soon. Lots of love. Bye.